Hello, this is Jared Gray with the IP41 Podcast. I'll tell you a little bit about the sponsor of our show, ExpandTheBoxScore.com. They're a premium, affordable stat network. ExpandTheBoxScore.com is great for any person in the Debbie Leagues or DFS Leagues or just looking for phenomenal stats for college and NFL sports. And on to our show, the IDP41 Podcast. Let's go, let's go, let's go. What's up? This is Jared Gray with my co-host, the Dynasty Chef Steve, on Week Four Studs and Duds, the IDP four one one. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate all of you. Jordan uh, Jordan is no longer with the IDP four one one podcast, but he's also doing his. He's with us with the IDP Army. Uh, he's with the IDP Army Livecast, and he's also doing the Defense Matters on our. Uh, YouTube as well. So make sure you continue to follow Jordan. He will join us every week in general. So Steve, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing this morning? I'm good, man. It's a good week. Uh, we decided to go a day later just because, you know, obviously we had two more games, two big games. You knew there going to be some good matches, uh, matchups last night. You know, obviously I wouldn't be able to talk about Frank Clark and Frank Clark had a great game last night. So no, you know, with that being said, let's get into I it. I guess we'll get we'll get right to it. Um, let's go defensive lineman first. Miles Garrett, obviously our MVP of the week for the defensive lineman. Uh, he had two solos and assists, two tackles for loss, two sacks, and two quarterback hits. How many points was that with our IDP one two three scoring? Uh, twenty three points. Twenty three points. Real solid day. Kind of went after it. Um, I mean, you can't gripe about that. A forced fumble. I mean, this three weeks in a row, he's had a strip sack. So, uh, great matchup Alden. for him. Uh, he's opposite of Tyron Smith. So, you knew Alden. Uh, Alden Smith kind of had a little rougher matchup this week because, let's be real, it's been kind of hard to get to Baker. When he's been in sack, it's been a coverage sack. So, uh, we kind of expected Alden Smith on, in the same aspect to be a dud this week. Uh, I had to play him because you got to play him. I mean, he was what inches from getting Odell Beckham 15 mm. yards deep on the last play for Cleveland, which ended up being a 50 yard touchdown. Oh so yep. <laughs> that sealed that sealed the fates. Um, well, uh, right one, one guy, Odell. say again. But you were right about playing Odell. Oh yeah. And I, I, I've been on, I mean, it was too good of a matchup. You had to play mm-hmm. Odell Beckham. Um, oh. The matchup was too juicy, just like I said. C.D. Lamb's a juicy matchup against Cleveland because they allow somebody to get behind them, and it's ninety percent been the slot guy. So you knew uh, somebody was going to get shut down, uh, either Gallup or Amari Cooper. It wasn't Amari Cooper that dude balled out, and Gallup kind of didn't have a great game. Uh, Denzel Ward played pretty well overall, and honestly, Dak should have thrown four interceptions. Right, right across the middle. So that was a tough game for him. 
Uh, let's go to number two, Eric Armstead. Uh, we talked about him being a good play this week. He's finally going to be on the stat line. Him and Hyder. Hyder's been pretty pretty consistent the last couple of weeks. Uh, we got four solos and assists, a tackle for loss, uh, one half tackles for loss, a sack, and uh, six quarterback hits by Eric Armstead. He could have had a very big stat line if those quarterback hits would have turned into sacks. So that's pretty that's pretty crazy. What was his IDP one two three scoring? Twenty points. That ain't nothing to shake shake your head at right there. That's a good play. Um, like we said, that that eagle. You know, even though the Eagles won, you kind of expected who we didn't know who their quarterback was going to be. I mean, everybody was talking about Nick Mullins, but Nick Mullins isn't a court like he's not Jimmy Garoppolo. No. And then neither CJ Beathard. I mean, people uh, complain about people complain about Garoppolo all the time, but he is light years above consistent. that. Yeah, he's he's he's. I mean. Baby Brady, right? I mean, that's what he got for a long time. He's going to be the next Tom Brady. And they are, they seem to be doing just fine without him with Cam Newton, even though they had a rough game last night without Cam Newton. Um, let's go with a new face to the game, Morgan Fox and Quentin Jefferson. Both guys, you know, one with the Rams, one with the uh, Buffs, Buffalo. So we got both had – let's see, Morgan Fox had four solos. Quentin Jefferson had – one solo, both had a tackle for loss, both had a sack, uh, both had quarterback hits, and both had forced fumbles. Quinn Jefferson had a fumble recovery, which kind of helped him uh, bring up his point value, obviously. Uh, I would say that's the biggest reason why Quinn Jefferson's on this is the fumble recovery and, you know, forced fumble and fumble recovery because he only had one play, really. So, But he's on the list because of it. Um, Frank Clark last night, like we talked about, if I, we'd done our show yesterday, we wouldn't be able to talk to him. Uh, four solos, a tackle for loss, a sack, um, three quarterback hits, uh, was very disruptive last night. Honestly, it could have been much better than that. Uh, I thought, I actually thought he had more tackles for loss than he had. I thought he had, uh, two or three, and I kind of hope it's not that way because if he has another tackle for a loss or two, I'm probably losing a game mm-hmm. in the stack corrections. So, um, <clears throat> Emmanuel Ogba, you know, I really thought Emmanuel Ogba would be much better than he has been the last, you know, since he's been in the league. You know, he, he was kind of a miss. He didn't hadn't played that great in the pros, and then he's kind of found his niche in Miami. You know, he got three solos, two assists, Two tackles for loss, a sack, uh, two quarterback hits. It was a pretty solid day for him. So uh, I'm going to give you one guy that you talked about prior to getting on, you two are Gross Montos. Uh, he's uh, my number 17 or 16 IDP 4-1 rookie. He was three solos, uh, a sack, one quarterback hit, and one forced fumble. So how do you feel? about him. I know you were talking prior to we getting on, so. All right, what was it? Dutra Gross Matos? I, like, how do you? Yeah, he had, uh, he had 15 points. That's I mean, pretty solid. Yep, and he had, uh, he came in for only 23 snaps. He may <laughs> do, that's for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, he got, 
of those th- 23 snaps, three of me turned into, you know, tackles and sacks. So in, in a forced fumble, he, he might get some more play, you know, now that we're seeing it, you know, we're talking about it prior to, we could definitely see him get a little more play right now. He's a dynasty stash. He's been that way. We really feel like he could end up growing up and having Definitely. a big year. Uh, let's get to the big dogs, some linebackers, which honestly, one top of that, the top of the stack right now of the totem pole is the Darius Smith. That dude had a crazy week. Six solos, two assists, four tackles for loss, three sacks, five quarterback hits with a total of 45 points. I believe you said for IDP one, two, three scoring, which is ridiculous. Yep. He blew up. Yeah. Big, big game from him. I mean, Um, he's been completely studly all, all season so far. Yeah. He's been real consistent. He was, he was a great play last year. Um, wasn't he sack leader last year? So, or one of the sack leaders last year, obviously Shaq Bear was sack leader, but um, he, he was real high up on the list last year. Uh, if you just pull up the the linebackers and the sacks last year, it was crazy. So, uh, who else was we talking about? Okay, let's get to Josie Jewell on Thursday night. We I think that he's going to be a, a play the rest of the year. Um, so if you want to talk about my number one guy, you're going to – now in deep leagues, he's probably already taking. But I know that I picked him up uh, in a pretty deep league in general. I'm in a 12-person uh, league. I'm in a 16-person league and he wasn't picked up. So he had eight solos, two assists, two and a half tackles for loss, two sacks, two quarterback hits, and a pass defended. Um, that dude went nuclear Thursday night and – just played really great. Uh, he's got to be a guy you're grabbing every week. Um, you know, got he's, he's definitely a good play, especially with the injuries that they've had. You know, the release of Todd Davis. A.J. A. Johnson's playing uh, pretty decent, but Josie Jules playing really good. Now it's a great matchup for them. The Jets are trash. Uh, I could see three coaches get fired this week, to be honest with you. Adam Gay should be gone for good. Uh, I know they were already talking about releasing him last week. Um, and then I honestly think Dan Quinn's gone after – I mean, that dude's had a, an abysmal record since the Super Bowl. I know. I, like, it's like they lost that Super Bowl game and he's just lost the ability to win. Yep. Uh, next we got a guy who's, you know, DL eligible and he should be a defensive lineman, but he's outside linebacker in the same game. Bradley Chubb, three solos, two assists, two and a half tackles for loss, two and a half sacks. Um, five quarterback hits. He went, had a great game. Uh, his IDP one, two, three scoring was pretty yeah, 30, high as well. Yeah, 32 points. 32 points. I mean, that's that's what we're expecting out of Bradley Chubb all season long, what we expect to see out of him. So we'll, we'll see what happens for sure. Um, oh, yeah, he's a beast. And I'm, I, I mean, I'm glad to see that he was doing well out there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's that's the first good game he's had all season, too. Yeah, it's it's really the game that we've been waiting for him. And in, in, in general, most people pride in playing because he hasn't had a good game yet. Right. Um, but if that's what we expect, especially with, you know, his counterpart being hurt. No, um, do you think it's because they played the Jets? 
like I said, the Jets is just a good play. I mean, if I have a defensive player going against the Jets, I'm playing it because exactly. they're just not that good. Um, and they need a new coach. It's and they need to do everything because honestly, they've got enough talent. Le'Veon Bell's solid. Uh, they need another top receiver. They should have never get rid of Robbie Anderson. But all right, top five of the list: uh, Matthew Judon. You know, again, a guy who's DL eligible and, I, and sleeper, who's a guy we could have mentioned a little bit ago. Uh, two solos, two assists, two tags for loss, two sacks, five quarterback hits, and a pass defended which is kind of nice to see out of him. He's not a guy that does that a ton. He was uh, a guy that did really well last season and who's been underperforming this season and finally had a – A hundred percent. Now, again, I, I will go with the matchup on that one, dude. Um, Washington just hasn't been very good. And honestly, that entire division isn't good. They might be the worst division in football. So Dallas isn't – they just get overhyped. Let's be real here. They were down 19, 23, and 20 in three games this year. And somehow are two and two. So there's that. Uh, let's go with Roquan Smith, who has been kind of lackluster. You know, he's been getting some solos, but he hasn't had a big game. Yesterday, 11 solos, two assists, three and a half tackles for loss. Uh, this is what I expect out of Roquan Smith every game. And to do it out of Indianapolis is probably the biggest surprise for me. Um, the Colts have been really good. And it was a good game. I mean, the Colts didn't score but 19 points, I think. So. Roquan had a really good game. On the opposite side, Darius Leonard is the dud in that. I mean, he didn't do anything. I mean, yeah, I think he had one tackle. I don't know if he got hurt or or what, um, but it's kind of disgusting. Um, Steve, make sure that you uh, send Mark an invite for us, and we'll bring him in here whenever we're ready, um, and we'll yep. go from there. Um we have a special guest uh, from Statement of Games. Uh, the CEO, Mark, will be joining us today, just so you guys are ready for that. Uh, while moving on, we'll get KJ Wright, like I talked about, big game, six solos, two assists, one tackle for loss, and three passes defended, as well as a forced fumble. KJ Wright, Bobby uh, Wagner both had great games, and honestly, they should. That, that, that was a good match at Miami, you know, isn't lighting it up, but they've been pretty good overall, but they've been good tackle teams. You know what I mean? If you have a linebacker, they've been very strong against Miami overall. So you've got to play both Bobby Wagner, who had 10 solos, two assists, and a pass defended. Uh, that's, a, that's a lot of game out of two linebackers. So, And that's what I expect out of both of them. You know, KJ Wright moving forward is is definitely a play – I was a little worried with Jordan Brooks and Bruce Irvin there. Both of them were injured. KJ Wright and Bobby Wagner again. Good last year, good this year for the rest of the year, the way I believe it. Uh, a name that I like to see back on our big stat list and somebody that I had in my top uh, five this week, and he finished number seven, I believe, 
is Jordan Hicks, eight solos, four assists, three and a half tackles for loss. Um, he's more been a drop back guy. They lost the game, which honestly was really surprising to me. I really thought they would beat Carolina at Carolina. But Jordan Hicks finally, honestly, had a good game. He was, could have easily won the fantasy MVP last year. So I know that he was on our list. Whitney Merciless is the biggest surprise for me, um, somebody we haven't really talked about. He only had two solos, two assists, two, uh, but he had two tackles for loss and two sacks. He had three quarterback hits. Uh, that's kind of what we saw last year when J.J. Watt wasn't playing, um, and J.J. Watt didn't really do anything, you know, but you watched it. J.J. Watt was double-team almost the entire game. So, Whitney Merciless had a, had a really good game, you know, and beating Minnesota 20 – or losing in Minnesota 23 to 31 end up causing Bill O'Brien's job. Uh, somebody uh, saw Adam Schefter retweet somebody. Imagine someone whispering in Bill O'Brien's ear last year uh, in January that when they won that game, uh, maybe I forgot who they were playing, Kansas City or somebody, it would be his last win in the the NFL. Because that's hilarious. Um, Let's go with Mr. Consistency right here. Levante David has got to be the most consistent linebacker overall this year besides Eric Kendricks, who is right there. Um, Levante David, 10 solos, an assist, a tackle for loss, and a pass deflection. How big it – do you think they – I know he's looking for a big contract, and I think they'll resign him, but I don't think it's going to be massive because of his age. You know, that's the one thing that we have to look forward, you know, long-term with him. So – um, how do you feel about that? Well, I got to agree. Plus, they've got Devin White there. I mean, yep. that's going to be the guy for the future. Yep, and he's had a great season so far. So that's somebody that we have to look at. You know, Devin White's going to be – If he's requesting – if he's wanting a whole bunch of money, they can always bring in some young stud, let him go. I mean, we're seeing that all over the league. We've watched Corey Littleton get moved, which honestly looks like the Raiders made the right move because he hasn't had a great year. Right. Um, then you got, um, you know, heck, you watch the Browns just get rid of everybody, which uh, honestly they've filled the roles, but I would much rather have Joe Schobert there than mm-hmm. who they've I had. Agree. You know, Malcolm Smith has stepped in, BJ Goodson stepped in, but – they need they need a premier, you know, middle linebacker, and they don't have him. They've been riveted with injuries. Jake has been hurt. Um, obviously, uh, all their guys have been injured. They've had three linebackers go down. So, so they considering the three and one, and it's the Browns. Let's give them props for that. Let's give us somebody, uh, somebody who stepped up that honestly I didn't see it, and it's just a small stat line here. Uh, Alex Singleton. He had two solos, but he had a pass deflection, an interception, and I believe a touchdown. Yeah, so that's a big one. Um, looks like we might have our guest show up today. So without further ado, let's bring Mark in. Good morning, Mark. Uh, this is Jared, IDP411 with our co-host, 
the Dynasty Chef, bringing in Mark, the CEO from www.statementofgames.com. How you doing, Mark? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Hope everyone's doing all right. We're good. We're good. So let's just give us a quick rundown about you know what you're about and what the website's about. Yeah, sure. So uh, basically what we've actually done as a company at statementgames.com, and there's also apps that complement the uh, the website as well, just in case somebody wants to check it out and more of a an app person, you can actually find this within uh, Google Play or, or the Apple App Store. But, uh, you know, what we do is um, I've kind of like, you know, taken a family originated concept. Uh, the whole statement games concept is something that I've been playing with in my family for the past 25 years. And uh, really to kind of like, you know, make it short and sweet here, I'm, I'm just a game. Statement games is a game. What we've done is we've created a completely different new take on fantasy sports. Uh, so what we do as a company is we create individual games around specific sporting events. So, for example, this Thursday night here, you got the uh, you got the Bears in the box playing on Thursday night, kind of like you know football. So what I actually do is I present the people who want to play our game with a list of props, or, or hence the company name, statements that are specific to that. Thursday night football game. Um, the Bears over or under 19 and a half points. Brady over or under 265 kind of yards passing here. The Bears defense over or under uh, two and a half sacks for the game here. The statements are broken down into various different categories between, you know, general game statements, the quarterback position, the running back position, wide receiver, of course, uh, special teams as well as defense here. You want to actually go through the list of props. And as you analyze them, you want to make 10 picks. And as you make your 10 picks, you're going to rank them in order of confidence from 10 through 1. So as that sporting event plays out, if your number 10 pick becomes correct, you get 10 points. If 9 through 1 are incorrect, well, now you just have a total of 10 points. You're going to play in a league of anywhere between 8 to 12 people. And the person with the most points from correct picks at the end of that specific sporting event uh, wins. This is a 100% free-to-play game. The people who want to check this out and give it a try here, you're, com you're competing for what we call statement games coins or platform credits. It's your job to build up your account balance with as many of these you know, coins or credits as you possibly can. And when you're ready, you want to exchange them for a cash gift card of your choice. We have a whole reward system that's powered by about, I'd say, 85 different merchants, anything from Under Armour, Nike, NFL Shop, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, Target, Macy's, name a retailer, you know, Amazon. Odds are that's probably not going to win there here. So eventually you just want to play a different form of fantasy sports, uh, compete for coins, and when you're ready, exchange them for kind of like you know, a cash gift card of your choice. So hopefully that uh, gives you a little bit better under, of an understanding of, of who we are and, and what we're dealing with in the DFS space. Yeah, I really like that. Uh, just the idea of, hey, it's free to play. You're not, you know, it's not, you know, a lot of states you have restrictions on being able to play DFS. And in this aspect, you're playing for free and you can win you know, free gift cards. And that's, that's pretty amazing. You know, that's, that's definitely a fun way to play in a different Avenue. You know, what, what kind of made you, I know you said you talked kind of this way with your family, um, yeah. but what made you come up with the idea? Yeah, sure. So uh, full, uh, full disclosure, um, I'm from Long Island, New York. Uh, my dad is a huge sports fan. We got and, that with uh, the accent. <laughs> Hey, nobody's perfect, you know? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm from the South. I get that twang. So. <laughs> right. But uh, basically, um, 
growing up in the Salino household, uh, my dad taught my younger brother and I a, a couple of things and a couple of things only. We, we rooted for the New York Giants, the New York Yankees, the New York Rangers, the New York Knicks, and, and that, that was it. And me and my younger brother, we, we, we literally took it to a, a completely different new level, a, a completely different extreme. And I guess that upbringing, it kind of backfired on my dad like a little bit because every single year I used to make up, uh, I used to take a trip up to the Boston area. I had an aunt and uncle who lived in the Boston area, and, and that's where we just went for Thanksgiving, right? So on Thanksgiving Day, my dad he doesn't want to you know, help out with chores or shop or, or do anything like that. He, he wants to sit down and watch football pretty much like you know, all, all, all day. Well, my brother and I, we want nothing to do with it. We, we, we don't care. In fact, like we're, we're you know, going back at my dad saying, hey, dad, you know, it, it's not the Giants. Like, why do we care about a Lions game or a Cowboys game later on in the afternoon here? We'd rather be outside throwing the football around or jumping in like a pile of leaves or whatever it was that day. So kind of like in an effort to get me and my brother interested in other things besides the Giants, the Knicks, the Rangers, um, he, uh, he created this game. And we've been playing it specifically on Thanksgiving Day for the past 25 years. We do this on other, you know, special events, uh, you know, uh, throughout the past 25 years as well. And the process kind of like, you know, entailed my dad taking out a piece of paper, pulling my brother and I into a corner of a room and he did this with all the family members or whoever was, you know, gathered around us on that day of that sporting event. And he'd start asking you a list of over under questions. I remember the first time we played the, uh, the Lions actually played the bears on Thanksgiving day. He'd ask you questions like, all right, Barry Sanders over under hundred yards rushing, you know, Harmon Moore over under seven and a half receptions, the bears defense over under two and a half sacks. I remember actually, Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback of the Bears that day. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh over under 250 yards pass. Every single family member, and on Thanksgiving Day, there's probably, I don't know, 13, 14 of us. We throw in a buck. Now at the age of 12 or 13 years old, I'm locked into this Lions game like it was the Super Bowl because I had a chance to you know win 13 or $14. And as the game would play out here, he'd start kind of like, you know, checking – you know, things off as uh, statements became correct or incorrect. Yeah, my aunt used to call this the football bingo game. Uh, so uh, I've kind of like, you know, worked in a variety of different areas of advertising and marketing. I've always had dad's concept in the back of my mind. So I just said to heck with it. In uh, 2016, I left the corporate space to uh, to pursue statement games full time. And, you know, here I am. That's a pretty amazing story, man. I, I love <laughs> stuff that comes from family. Um, obviously, like, that's the biggest thing with me is I've always talked sports with everybody and everybody's, you know, me being in the military for so long and I just retired in June. That's awesome. You know, my man. biggest Thank thing. Thank you so much for your service. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, you know, for the last year I got this really big bug about doing, you know, my own podcast. So I started uh, me and Steve and Jordan got together uh, kind of, it's kind of really growing on us. You know, we appreciate all the subscribers, you know, 400 subscribers in the last couple months. And we really appreciate that. Can't, can't say enough about it. Um, and then Steve basically reels us all in, make sure that we don't mess up and get all crazy <laughs> on here. So <laughs> we appreciate it more than I could tell you. Um, but overall, man, I really appreciate you coming on and, you know, giving us your insight and we can't wait to get everybody playing on statement of games. So yeah, just uh, one more. I can't stress that up here that this is a family oriented game here. I'm not asking for social security numbers, the funding of kind of like an you know, account. If you want to check this out now, I'm going to say something. It, it kind of recently just backfired on me because I was on a other podcast uh, 
uh, on on Friday. And on that podcast, I was pretty much like doing the same spiel that I was doing kind of with you guys. And I challenged like that audience and where it was a baseball podcast and where anybody who was willing to play the game, if they specifically played the uh, New York Yankees versus Tampa Bay Rays, you know, baseball game on statement games. Um, if they happened to go 10 for 10 with your, with their picks, I was actually going to personally going to cut them a check for 250 bucks and, and send it to them. Uh, as it turns out, and this is something that really happens last night, <laughs> not only did one person go 10 for 10, there was three people that went 10 for 10 here. So I'm now, I'm now kind of like, you know, personally in the hole, 750 bucks, but Hey, you know what? This is, it's my own fault <laughs> and it's all kind of like, you know, in good fun. And hopefully I gave people some good, good, good experiences, but, uh, you know what? I'm going to double up. I'm going to make you guys kind of feel the same offer. For anybody who is following you, you have to be following you guys. This is not something that I promote on the Statement Games Network. Uh, you have to be following you guys and listening to your show. Anybody who is willing to try that Thursday night game, which is the, the Buccaneers and the Bears, completely free to play. If you jump in and you go 10 for 10 with your picks, I'm personally going to cut you a check for 250 bucks and send it to you. As long wow, as you wow, want you to, heard it uh, here. Give, give it a give it a shot. Maybe give me some feedback on what you like and what you don't like here. I am a startup here, but I really value you know comments and kind of like, you know feedback. This is how I kind of like, you know get better. So uh, hopefully that uh, sweetens the pot a little bit here, and uh, you know you guys as well as your audience could have a little bit of fun with the up uh, upcoming Thursday night game, and uh, we can kind of go from there. Uh, but that's kind of like the requirement. You got to be following you. Maybe you drop you guys kind of like, you know comment that you're playing this thing over here. This is not something that I kind of like, you know, push out to, uh, you know, my network, which is accessible, again, statementgames.com. There's also apps and then at Statement Games on any major social media platform, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that other, you know, fun stuff. So, you know what? I'll, I'll sweeten the deal. If, uh, <laughs> if, you, if, if they are following us and they're part of that and they go 10 for 10, I'll send, this, send them a shirt. There you go. So, all right. So we got a shirt. Free shirt. <laughs> And we got some cash on the line. And, of course, whatever if you don't go 10 for 10, whatever coins that you actually win, of course, you can exchange that for a cash reward at, uh, at any point in time. So uh, hopefully you guys uh, now have enough of an incentive to, uh, to check this out and have a little bit of fun with it. Sounds it will. It'll be fun. We appreciate you coming on, Mark. And, uh, Thanks a lot, guys. I can't wait to talk to you longer. So All right, man. Thanks appreciate again. It. We'll see you Take later. Care now. All right, bye. Thank you again. Again, that was Mark from StatementOfGames.com. Uh, we appreciate him coming on and obviously gave you some incentives, 250 bucks. If you go 10 for 10 and I'll send you a IDP army for IDP 411 shirt. So pretty nice. Went 10 for 10 or 10 for 10 on the baseball game. I mean, there you go. You see, see it happening. I mean, that's, and I would say baseball is kind of tough, man, (laughs) to be honest with you. Like as much as I've been, you know, just a sports follower in general to go 10 for 10 in a, in the baseball game, and then I guess he said, well, you know, on, on Friday. And then you got yesterday, he said he went 10, for, someone went 10 for three people went 10 for 10. That's crazy. So gotta, you go 10 for 10 on statementofgames.com, $250 check that he will cut for you. Obviously, you got coins you can collect. So you give cards on top of that. And IDP Army, IDP 411 shirt to follow with you. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So pretty appreciate that. All right, let's get right to DBs. We actually had somebody comment. Um, B stud went with Julian Love. I'm complaining about Julian Love. I missed your show. Um, you just pull this up for me, Steve. I wasn't able to ask your opinion. I would have only lost by 20 instead of 30. So Jordan actually was on the Julian Love train. Um, 
I know that I wasn't. I, I haven't been. Um, I've I've listened to what they've been going through. Like, oh, Julian loves the guy because Xavier McKinney got hurt. So I know B Stud played him and gave him a a, a zero. So there's that. Uh, there was much more complimental players. Uh, obviously, I picked up uh, Whitehead from uh, off waivers because I had. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds or Trail Edmonds uh, on Pittsburgh Steelers out. So I picked up Whitehead, played him third week in a row, scored 20 points. So um, let's go right to DBs. Uh, the, the top DB has obviously didn't play this week, so we don't know what Hilton's going to do from here. But Pierre Desir on Thursday night, cornerbacks just have been crazy, dude. It's been the biggest cornerback year, which kind of goes with the year though. Most touchdown passes, most touchdown or most yards in by passing so far this season through the first four three games uh stats that I saw. And then Pierre DeSierre goes with seven solos, an assist, two pass defenses, and two interceptions and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh that's ridiculous. Balling out. I mean that that's a crazy game. What, what's the IDP one two three scoring in that? Oh, he had forty two and a half points. Forty two and a half. So he was second behind uh, our guy, and that's that's a crazy stat, dude. Pay, two pass, fan, two interceptions, and and the touchdown. Big Davis, you know, big on him. Michael Davis uh, for you know also went really big game. Four solos, two assists. Had a pass defended, an interception, and also a touchdown, which was the pick six in the against Tom Brady. Tyron Matthew, another big game last night. Somebody wouldn't be able to talk to. Four solos, uh, pass defended, an interception for a touchdown. He should have had two interceptions. He had a they got a pass interference against him when he ran into their wide receiver and then just out jumped him. So in that aspect, Tyron Matthew really could have had a big game, which We've been talking about whether he was a player or not at all because he just hasn't had a great at all. He finished top three. <laughs> so there's that. That's what, you know, 2020. Uh, most consistent cornerback play, hands down this year, uh, besides Hilton, has got to be Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey, eight solos, an assist, a pass defended, and a forced fumble. Um, that dude's just real, man. He's just, he's just as good as they come. Yep, I agree. He's the real deal, man. Um, that, like we've said, they have one of the best defensive backfields in football. Him and Marcus Peters across from each other is kind of crazy. Both of them, is, both of them have interceptions, forced fumbles. I mean, all they do is cause havoc. So it's really tough to play somebody against them in any aspect. Terry McLaren actually had a great game considering, which did not see that coming. Um, I'm probably going to mess this up. Cravion LeBlanc from Philadelphia, um, four solos, two assists, a tackle for loss, a sack, a quarterback hit, and a forced fumble. Uh, Philadelphia's bound to have somebody play, right? So if you're going to win the ball game, so there you go. You say don't and, play quarterbacks, but uh, this year you might have to stream cornerbacks. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's just, I mean, 
of the top 12, I think six of them, six or seven of them are cornerbacks. Uh, Terrence Mitchell had another good game, you know, 11 solos, a tackle uh, or an assist um, going against Dallas. Now, if I'm playing Dallas, I'm playing a cornerback. Um, it's just the facts. Like you kind of have to do it at this point. Uh, Dallas is going to throw the ball 500 times because right now all they do is trail in football games. And so in that aspect, you got to do it. And that's a big one. Uh, let me go one of my favorite names, Raven Green. Uh, free safety free safety from Green Bay. Uh, five solos, three assists, one tackle for loss, one sack, one quarterback hit. Kind of just really came on and yesterday. And you saw Savage get hurt. Raven Green just had a great game. Uh, you know, we're talking about guys that – We've talked about a group of guys in every aspect of the game on Monday that we just wouldn't have got to talk about. And I'm glad that we actually waited to today and was able to bring Mark on. Uh, let me give another shout out to Josh Norman on his first game back. Three solos, an assist, a tackle for loss, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery in his first game back. It was a big, big thing for them because they ended up winning 30 to 23 against Las Vegas, and it was a monumental turnover for them. Uh, so beginning of the year, we talked about how Von Bell was, Oh, you know, it's Von Bell. They're just not using Von Bell. The person that to own hands down at Cincinnati's Jesse Bates, six solos, four assists, a tackle for loss, four pass defense, or sorry, that's my, that's Fenton, two pass defending. Uh, dude, he's just, Big. Scored 24 um, points. 24 points. Jesse Bates has been a 20-point guy almost all every week this week, which is crazy. Um, Rashawn Fenton last night had a big game. Uh, three solos, a tackle for loss, and four pass defended as well as an interception uh, early in the game. Kind of crazy. Um, Rodney McLeod finally showed up. We've been waiting for him to show up for a while. Uh, seven solos, an assist, a pass defended, an interception. Good to see his name on the line. I mean, San Francisco, to be honest with you, until they get Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm going to stream somebody against them. So it's just kind of it's, – it's the thing. Trayvon Diggs. Got to love Trayvon Diggs. Uh, had a pretty good pretty good week. Um, He's been having a pretty good week. Yeah, he's been pretty solid uh, every every week. But is it because it just seems like he's getting burnt, so they have to throw throw his side? I mean, he's got burnt a few times. Give you called the forced fumble last last two weeks ago, not this week. Yeah, it was um, good Seattle, but 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 he got but he got roasted on that play, and then just ends up getting a forced fumble because you know our guy just. Gets decides to wait. Uh, Patrick Patrick Peterson five solos and assists. Uh, uh, pass defended. I believe he had an interception too. Yep. So okay, this could win that game. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, Trayvon Diggs four solos, four assists. Uh, I think he had a tackle for loss. Yeah, one tackle for loss. So. 
Tredavious White. Yeah, they keep picking on him for some reason. Still got six solos though, so um, one pass defended, six solos, eight uh, two assists. Overall, really fun week. Uh, Start. Got to give Jordan Whitehead a call out because he probably won me the game this week. Four solos, um, a tackle for loss, a sack, uh, and the quarterback hit. So that was really big for me. Probably gave me the victory um, in, in a league where I ended up winning by nine points. And Aaron Jones really, after the first drive last night, Aaron Jones was kind of a ghost until the end of the game, which was scary to me. So um, who are your duds this week? Uh, well, I mean, let's just go with guys on and some Bradbury. I guess you know as much as people were talking about him, if he doesn't have the fumble recovery, he's a dud. You know because people I, he's probably the number one asked about person of the day. He had three solos, an assist, and a fumble recovery. If he doesn't have the fumble recovery, he just has a, mm-hmm. a hee-haw day. You know what I mean? But nothing big because he was the number one asked about player probably. Um, mm. I, I would say, wouldn't you say, Sunday, that had yeah, to be – on there quite a bit. Uh, look at the day Brian Burns had. Yeah, I mean, Brian Burns again. A dud. Alden Smith was a dud, but we talked about it. Like it was kind of a really bad matchup. Brian Burns didn't have a bad matchup when you talk about Kyler Murray's been sacked quite a few times this year already. Right. So it was. Uh, um, it was. Uh, um. Very lackluster. It was uh, the other guy that we talked about earlier that got to the ball or got to Kyler. Yeah, you two Gross Matos. Yep. Yeah, Gross Matos that uh, got to. Yep, that, it was it was majority him. Um, linebackers wise, Devin White huge letdown. Um, one solo, three assists. Uh, he had a fumble recovery, which I guess in that aspect saved his day. Matt Milano, uh, we're kind of blowing him up. He had six total tackles. Um, he did have the pass defended, which helps him. But uh, yeah. tomorrow, Davis big letdown. Uh, Who's been carrying most people? Mm-hmm. He had a uh, he had four tack four solos, one assist, and a tackle for loss. Um, the tackle for loss, I guess, kind of gives him a better stat line in general. Don't love it at all. Micah Kaiser, five solos and assist. That's it. Um, Shaq Thompson, after a monster week the week before, Shaq Thompson had three solos, two assists, two tackles for loss. Um, which the two tackles for loss, again, save him. Didn't really do anything besides that. Montez Sweat. Um, <clears throat> Montez Sweat had, without a doubt, one of the biggest letdowns. Jalen Smith, another big letdown. Jalen Smith had five assists and two solos. Against, you know, which is even funnier, they ran over 240 yards against Dallas. So how do you not get any of those tackles? Huge letdown, Jalen Smith. Rowan Baker, another letdown. He's been up and down. Well, he, well, again, well, after his first week, Jerome Baker really came down to earth. And he did, and then he had a good really doing thing. Then had a he had a good week the week at, you know the third week, and then right back down. Been really so, up and 
really up and down. Uh, and honestly, a really good matchup. Well, overall, I would say that's not a good matchup. The linebackers have not scored really well against the Seahawks because he's not throwing it down the middle. And they they should lock it down. He didn't do anything. Um, Robert Quinn letting us down again. Somebody that we've seen in the big stat line who really hasn't done much, uh, Tyrus Bowser. You know, yeah. Tyrus Bowser didn't do – he had one solo, one assist, one tackle for loss, and I think a quarterback hit. So – JPP. Um, yeah, JPP. Like We said yesterday, I didn't really like the matchup when somebody asked about – Mm-hmm. Uh, on yeah. Sunday, who sh- if they should play him? I, I said, well, I don't like this matchup at all for them. And he was the he was the odd man out for me in that group. Uh, I didn't have him in my top twenty. So, um, can Remember you pull how- up uh, Eric Kendricks real quick? You want to talk about somebody who's been really consistent? Um, I'm trying to find, you know, Tremaine Edmonds. I. You know, we talked about who should be the play, Tremaine Edmonds or Matt Milano. I said, well, Tremaine Edmonds, 100%, he's my play because he's the athlete. Matt Milano is the attack machine, has been the tackle machine. Tremaine Edmonds had a great game. Eight solos, four assists, and a half tackle for loss. Um, not not a crazy amount of points, but just eight solos. He still scored like 12 points, but I mean. He had, he had three, three six with three solos and three assists, so. Uh, and I think he had a pass defended, like we said before. Um, Neville Hewitt, Zach Cunningham, that's another one. You know, he had a lot of solos. He had seven solos and three assists, but he didn't do any big plays. So that was the biggest things with, uh, you know, when you're depending on Zach Cunningham as your top dog, who's number two in tackles with Blake Martinez, you know, number one right now is Eric Kendricks. So that's the number, number one reason I was trying to pull up Eric Kendricks real quick. I just don't see him. What are you looking for? I want, I'm trying to find Eric Kendrick's stat line from this week. I don't even know if he was. I know he had 12, 12 tackles. Eric Kendrick had 12 tackles. I'm going to have to pull that up. He's a, he's a he's got I mean right now he's leading the league in tackles. Um, Anthony Barr being out is massive for him. He's a must play every week in general, obviously unless he's on a bye week. But um, yeah, so he had seven solos and five assists for twelve tackles and a pass defended. Um, he's one of the top to pass defended linebackers the last three years. So that that's what has really been surprising to me this year. He's only had two. So, um, but he's been a tackle machine, uh, averaging, oh, he had seven, 11, five, and seven uh, solos, four, one, five, five in assists the last four games. Um, got some pretty good matchups coming up. So we're talking about a guy who's a hundred, been a hundred tackle guy every year uh, that he's been in, in his career, 70 solos, you know, with 40 assists with on average four to five tackles for loss. He's already right there this year. Um, his quarterback hits two, three, but his pass deflections would make him, make him sexy. And he has two this year. 
he had 12 last year. So uh, if he continues on the pace, he's on the pace to still get, you know, to get around 12. So that's, that's a big deal. Oh yeah. We like guys to do those extra things. Pass deflections, force fumbles, QB hits, tackles for loss, all that good stuff. Yep. That's what makes them sexy for sure. Um, Albert Alexander said he has Blake and Cunningham. Should I scoop at Edmonds from Buffalo? Yes. If Edmonds is on your waiver wire, a hundred percent, you need to grab Tremaine Edmonds. He's what, one of those guys is going to go off every week. And honestly, if I'm talking long-term, I'm probably keeping Tremaine Edmonds. Matt Milano is a, again, a tackle machine. He reminds me a lot of Blake Martinez, mm-hmm. uh, but the athlete is Tremaine Edmonds. So when he goes off and he has a good week and he has a good matchup like he did last week, you got to play him. You know, he, they're going to drop him a little more in coverage sometimes, which is why you like uh, Milano because he's, they might rush him a little more. But if Tremaine Evans is healthy, he's a play every week. I can't sit him. So, okay, well, that's pretty much it for us. Uh, this is the IDP 411 with Jared Gray and my co-host, the Dynasty Chef Steve. So make sure you follow us and follow www.statementofgames.com for the Thursday night game. Again, if you go a 10 for 10 this week, make sure you let us know on here. I mean, you have to follow us. You have to uh, give us go 10 for 10. We'll send you a shirt if you go 10 for 10, and, and you'll get a $250 check sent to you. So uh, I love you. Love that you uh, like this channel. Uh, we are the most consistent IDP channel on YouTube as well as our podcast on – you can find us anywhere from Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, the IDP 411. We appreciate all you guys. Again, follow Jordan. Um, Defense Matters. Uh, he's with us on Sundays as well. So, But until next week um, – Let's go, let's go, let's go. We'll see you.